Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode 78. In this episode, we are getting back to our roots with Miss Shakela Taylor. Shakela Taylor started the Power Plate a spice goods business based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and it was inspired by the vibrant moments of her childhood. Many of the ingredients that she uses in her spice blends and herbal elixirs are sourced right from her very own backyard garden. Her Black-owned, Black-grown business has successfully combined her love for cooking and gardening into a platform that inspires beautiful people who look like her to go outside and proudly interact with nature. Gardening is truly revolutionary, especially when black and brown hands are sticking their hands in the soil, planting seeds, harvesting food fresh from the vine, and implementing traditional methods to cultivate a healthy, organic way of living for their friends and family. In my discussion today with Shakela, we go into the very many reasons why she believes that black and brown people should be gardening again. And we have some fun conversations about plants, about gardening, about social media, and even more. Like always, whenever I have an interview, I do my very best to keep the episode concise. So some of the things that you will not hear here, however, you can listen and watch the full video podcast to hear our discussions around why Shakela doesn't set goals, but instead she sets intentions. And you'll also hear Shakela talk about her mother, and her belief about how we cannot be mediocre black women. And Shakela talks about her experiences at an Ivy League institution and how she was struggling. And another great conversation that you're not gonna hear today is Shakela talk about her journey to being able to say the word no as a complete sentence. So if you're not already on Patreon, Today would be a great day to do so, so you can see the full extended version of this interview and all other interviews. All right, let's get into it. I'm Janelle B. Stewart, and I love to laugh, dance, and travel, but what I do best is talk. I'm here using my gift to inspire and empower you to live a life filled with positivity and abundance. Welcome to the Look on the Bright Side podcast. This episode is brought to you by Jesse Monroe Nail Care. Jesse Monroe Nail Care is a black woman-owned business offering vegan nail polishes that all can wear. There are so many beautiful, vibrant, highly pigmented colors for you to choose from. I have so many of their polishes in my collection, so let me help you out by giving you three of my favorite colors. First is Come Through, next is Polar Bear, and last is Keep It Mellow. Go and check out jessiemonroenailcare.com and use code BRIGHTSIDE20 to save 20% on your entire order, excluding bundles. Shakela, how did we get connected? So here's a funny story, because as I got the message from you on Twitter, I've been following you for a long time. I started... Okay. Uh, following your blog, your, when you're doing natural hair, your YouTube channel was already popping when I was co- in college. I decided to go natural okay. <laughs> my freshman year. It was our, it was like October. I was like, you know what? I had one of my best friends at the time chop up all my hair. I had a TWA, short, teeny weeny afro. I was like, where do I start now? So you were one of the Rolodex of natural hair bloggers that really, I was like, dang, I don't have that super wavy curly thing I, I i can't relate to that so to see someone that had right. hair similar to me and was just giving me advice on how to do a two-strand twist out it really empowered me and i had a friend at the time named sheree she had a blog called my thrifted closet she used to be one of your writers so yes. it's crazy how our freshman year we lived right across from each other across the hall 
then our sophomore i think it's our sophomore year toward the end of sophomore into junior year she started to write for you and i was just amazed i was like what are you doing like what are y'all talking about and that's how i became it's like i, I was just her little intern and she was like writing for you i was like all right say this do this let me see what you do let me see the pictures so it's just crazy i followed your journey from when i was a little girl like 17 18 years old to now to see how you've pivoted has been so wow. encouraging like wow like to, to actually see to actually see someone transform in their journey pivot figure out what works best for them is just actually amazing and i have a handful of people that i can say i've seen that with and you are one of them and it's been super encouraging i love what you're doing so tell us a little bit about you. Who are you and what do you do? I love this question because I have a lot of folks that when they see a pod or hear a podcast or see something that I'm doing, they're like, I remember when you weren't you like a college thrifted fashion blogger, classic raw beauty. And I was like, girl, that's almost 13 years old. Like that's so old, but just like you to have people who email me from time to time or Instagram mess like mess, message me on Instagram. I'm like, you've been with me for a minute. But I would say at this point, my name is Shakayla. What do I do? I do a lot, but uh, what I'm best known for is the power plate and the spice shop. My handmade spices and artisan rubs. I'm so obsessed with food. I'm obsessed with flavor. Um, I love making these spices because that's when I feel so like hyper focused and super aligned with what I'm supposed to be doing. And I would say probably the first, maybe the first year and a half in that journey, I decided, I was like, you know what, what if I started to grow my own spices and herbs that I could dry and put into the spices? I was at the, at that time, I was like, it sounded impossible, but I was like, let's make the impossible possible. So that's what I started doing. I started to, and it just, it's crazy that as I was making that decision, boom, the pandemic happened. So it became a means for me to provide ingredients for my business, but also food for my family, self-taught gardener, did not know what I was doing. But the more I tended to the land, the more I put my hands into the soil, I knew I had, I said, I've been here before. I've done this before. Somebody in my lineage has done this. So fast forward, I was pregnant with uh, my third child, my first baby girl. Something just told me, do research on your family. Do I've always had this emptiness because I never quite knew who I was as far as like my lineage. I knew who my mother and father was. I kind of knew my grandparents, but after my grandparents, my maternal and paternal uh, grandparents, I didn't know any of my greats at all. They were gone when I was born. So I decided to do the research. Lo and behold, on my mother's side, I have a great grandmother. Her name is Nola Jeffries. She was also a gardener. That's what it said on the census. Like it was like the 1900 census or something like that. She identified as a gardener and an agricultural laborer. And I was like, so I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing because you know how you get in something that you believe you're unfamiliar with. You start to experiment and it's like things that are just intuitively in your head. I, I know that I've never done this before. And the more of that information that I found out, the summer I was pregnant with a baby girl, literally probably like maybe a, a month and a half to two months before I gave birth to her. I was like, so exactly I'm right. I finally pinpointed right where I'm supposed to be. Gardening has informed so much. And from there, I've been able to lead gardening classes, which I am super passionate about. And I believe that's my next step into becoming an educator. I don't know why I always wanted to be an educator in college. I was an English major with a minor in entrepreneurship, but I was like, uh -uh, I'm not going to be an English teacher. That's not it. So on this journey, I was like, I'm an educator to some extent, but I don't know how in gardening, as people ask me questions, as I started to share more, I have a wealth of knowledge online for free which is why I don't feel bad for my Patreon now because I have so much out there that I have shared, so many questions that I still answer right now to this day for free because I, I believe it's really important for women and men that look like us return back to something that is so fruitful, even if it's like houseplants. That, that was my gateway, houseplants. I think it's just so important for us to return back to that's the blueprint. I believe gardening is the blueprint to a lot and gardening has taught me a lot. It it just has informed me so much in ways 
in ways outside of gardening. So that's who I am right now. That may change later. I love hearing you speak about your passion for gardening. My husband um, is also pretty passionate about gardening. I love it. And I'll be honest with you, um, when he first got into it, it was like I was one of those people giving <laughs> him the side eye. Like, what are you what doing? Are you doing? <laughs> and um, we bought our house about eight years ago. And his first garden was just like he just dug up the soil near the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, not the like full thing that he he does right. now. Um and fast forward seven years later, he made like a plot area in the backyard. Um, he's learned so much about how to get rid of pests. He's created yes. like a little fence thing. He has his like boxes. He I love takes it. it. His seriously. Grace, yeah, he said, I'm getting here. Yeah, and he's grown so many things, so many things. And um, the kids go out and they help him pick it um, so they get exposed to that. So he really loves it. So hearing you speak so passionately about it is um, really, I I can relate because of my husband. And you said you want to teach. Have you, you know, I'm I'm a brand coach and I encourage people to make digital courses, which is what helped me transition financially from being a YouTuber and being able to take care of my family was my courses. Have you thought about making a course? You know, I actually have thought about making a course because the, the my first successful class, it was by way of another business. So, but what I realized, I, I love the experience I had with that particular business that I hosted my first class with, super professional but when I looked at it, I was like, I was the one doing all the work. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I believe that's the that's the point. You know, like I did the marketing, I created the graphics, I created the videos, I created the content, the workbooks. Um, I did the interacting with the students, and I was like, this. And I'm at that point where I know that I'm going to go through a pivot, and I want to have a business that is lasting. Where one, I can make money in my sleep, so that passive income but also share something that I'm super passionate about and pass along that knowledge. So I'm at that point now where I'm ready to build a course that that someone like me, because all the courses that I see, they're not black women. And, and I truly believe that a lot of what I research on gardening is not meant for us to understand. And I have examples. I tell people like, you see this? Does that encourage you to want to go out there and garden? Does that do you feel informed enough, confident enough to go outside and plant that seed? And so many of the times, what do you mean? Tell me what you mean. So when I research, there'll be things like plant this seed at one fourth depth of blah 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 in the soil, and you're like, what? What does that mean? So what you're telling me is all I need is a pot, a pot of soil. Put my finger, just the tip of my finger in that soil and just plant the seed, cover it. Or if it's sal or seeds that are really small, you just sprinkle on the top. It's not that easy. Like when I research, I'm like, what? So I found a way to to translate it in modern terms now. Like this is what they mean when you plant this seed. And when I tell people that particular example, they're like, now I feel confident. Now I feel empowered to plant this seed. I know how yeah. to plant strawberry seeds and I never have before. I know how to plant basil seeds and I never have before when you taught me that way, just to make it simple to where it's like, you can visualize it. I'm a visual learner. So you have to, I'm, I'm reading and I'm like, now nah, that doesn't make sense. But when I translate it in a way that does, that feels like I can do this. So many people have done it. Patio gardens, container gardens. I'm like, just from this one thing I shared, it was like, just from that one thing, I felt like I could do something that made sense. Okay, I totally get yes. it. Thank you so much for uh, sharing of that. Um, I love I love plants. I know me personally, I'm not into the gardening thing in like the way that you are. But um, during the pandemic, I fell in love with plants, and I'm a plant mom, and I have a lot of a lot of beautiful plants that I um, have been taking care of, and I've been nurturing, and they bring me really they bring me a lot of happiness and a lot of joy. Um, I don't know how my patrons see the video because when I see you, I see like a square. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing a square too? Yes, like a square. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my patrons will see a bigger, okay. a bigger rectangle. But I'm just gonna show you some Look of my at plant that babies. Of paradise. So gorgeous. Yes, I love when people know what the yes, plants are. Baby, I love my house. They all around me. 
<laughs> yeah. So my for my patrons who are watching on video, and if you're not watching on video, I encourage you to join us on Patreon so you can see the video. Yes. I'm sharing um, with Shakela my little jungleo here. I love it. Um, and these are my babies. I have my Birds of Paradise. This is my Peperomia. I have a Warneki, oh, an Aglionema, and um, that's a Birkin. <clears throat> excuse me, a Birkin, which I learned is a new variety plant. Yes, I have one in my kitchen. Um, and then, and then further along, I have a fiddle leaf fig, and another Aglionema here. Beautiful. And then I have some succulents up there, aloe. I have some zebra plants, one's hiding behind this candle and a zebra plant there. And then right on my desk, I keep truffle. I, all of my plants are named. I love it. This is truffle. So pretty. A Sansevera snake plant. Oh my goodness. So pretty. Yes. I so this. I name all of my plants. They all have names. I talk to them and water them. And then um, I started expanding outside of my office. And so yeah. my husband has um, garden plants in the house. Yes. So if we need basil, we can grab basil and things like that. But I don't find them to be very attractive <laughs> for the living room. See, I and I'm keep saying my, it like this because he's right out there. You. I'm like, that's not pretty. <laughs> I hide so my I started adding... in the kitchen. I, I'm like, yeah. y'all can just stay here on, under these grow lights in here, but the pretty yeah. house plants, they're he separate. He has them in the living room. Yeah, they're not pretty. So I started adding more green. So it's I have like a, a peace lily, a pothos, oh, yes. a rubber plant. I have a big, um, a big uh, fiddle leaf fig. And another one is my mom's. I don't know what the plant variety is, but yeah, I started adding other greens to add to it because the garden plants are not pretty <laughs> when you put them, you know, out. Anyway, I say all of that to say that while I'm not a gardener in that sense, I do appreciate greenery yes. and I know I'm not planting in the earth, but I do appreciate what um, is growing. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the connection to watching something like this living and being a part of its growth. Of I am, um, I'm connected to my plants as well. And when they're growing, I get very excited yes. for a new leaf. Yes. When you see very that new excited. leaf unfurling, like I keep, I keep, they have to, I have to see them and be able to be in a space where I can, like there, I am my most favorite house plant to this day is a pothos and i've never yes okay it's, is it is it pronounced pothos, pothos, I say pothos. i've heard it both ways. okay i'm on the pothos okay okay tomato tomato, tomato, tomato. Pothos, pothos. exactly <laughs> but i haven't bought one like ever my husband he was my boyfriend then but my husband now bought me two pothos that from there i've propagated 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 so any Pothos you see has been propagated. So to see how you can just clip something off and put it in water and replant it to see how it grows because this is earth. It's just in a pot. It's something that's portable yeah. and just to have it near. And she's pretty. She's so pretty. And they're all they're all around in my office space because I just love. I, I know. I guess now that we're in transition from gardening, it's cold. Finally, it's cold here in North Carolina. It decided to get cold. Um, I'm not outside as I often am in the spring and summertime. So I need something indoor that makes me feel like you're you're inside, but you're outside at the same time. So and my mom and father had like, ugh, you don't see this in a lot of modern homes, a uh, sunroom just for, and it was filled with plants from both of their cultures. Like, and it felt, it just felt right when I started to have my plants in my home. So I'm just like, I, I come from that trimming, fertilizing, watering. So I just, I love being around plants. And now my children are just like, now they know. At first it was like, okay, a little touch and go. We're not going to rip off the leaves, guys. This is for, it's pretty. You can help mommy water them. And now even Emery, my, my, my daughter, she likes to touch the leaves. I'm trying to get her, we're not going to pull them. We can just touch them. And now she's like in awe of them when she sees them. So that makes me feel good. Um, I love that you, what you just shared about like getting your kids connected with them. Um, I definitely have done that. I've really yes. done that. And um, when my, when the new leaves come in, I'm calling my kids like, like, oh my goodness, Joelle, look at Ginger. She's got a new leaf. And I'm doing the same with my daughter and uh, my son. 
started to, you know, come into my office space and he would start to tell me about the new leaves coming in. And um, my daughter has been coming in and like looking at the plants. Oh, and when I had purchased a few, um, I said, I want to put one on your desk. At the time, she was doing virtual school in here. Right. And I said, which one, which one do you want to be yours? And so she chose one and she's like, this one is mine. And then I let her join in on the naming of it. And um, my son now has two plants of his own. He has a Birkin and he, he really wanted a Birds of Paradise because he's watched Ginger, my Birds of Paradise, just grow to be taller than him. Wow. She, when we got her, was so little and she's taller than me. She's taller than him. And he's like, I want a plant that's going to grow that that's big. Awesome. And so now he has one. And we did what you said. We propagated. My best friend, um, Sasha, she had a Birds of Paradise and she wasn't really like into it. Right. She, she had plants and she loved having plants in her house, but she wasn't into it like me or like mm -hmm. you. I'm not even into it like you. Um and uh, she asked me to go over one day to see if if my her plant was a Birds of Paradise like mine, because she thought it was. Right. And then ultimately, it, hers is a much older one. You could tell by the thickness mm -hmm. of the roots and the brown of the roots. And she had pups growing from it. And I was like, oh, my God, you have pups? <laughs> I was so shocked. I'd never seen that um, before. And... Um, she ultimately was uh, wanted to separate the pups. Right. And so she gave one of the pups to my son. Oh, and good. so we propagated it. And I was really nervous, like, what's going to happen? It's a bird's of paradise. It's supposed to be in a tropical climate. Will the pup make it? And for, like, two months, it was just kind of, like, dormant, mm -hmm. didn't do anything. And we finally had one of a, one, a new leaf come in and That's unfurl. Awesome. And he was so happy. I know he was excited. And, um, yeah, he was so he was so excited. And now when we go into nature, not even just nature, let me not make it seem like we're going through a trail. We're not doing that. When we're outdoors, right? My kids recognize plants. When we were in um Aruba, Yes. They have, you know, birds of paradises, palm trees. My kids recognize. That is oh awesome. my god, mom. That's ginger. I'm like, "Yes." And th and those are moments <laughs> they can recognize of it. Dang, a full circle moment. Like I'm doing something right as a parent with my kids. Like that's an awesome feeling. So Shakela, I know that you are really active on social media and uh, your page is really, really, really beautiful. I'm actually going to pull you. it up. Um, let me pull it up so that my patrons can see what we're talking about. Okay. Because um, they have to see this. Okay. Let me start sharing. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Do you see it? It's pop. Yep, I see it. Oh, hey. Okay, the power perfect. Play. So, yeah, the power play. I love your page. I love Thank what you, you share. Um, so, tell us a little bit because of, you know, my audience, they're dreamers, they're powerhouses, mm -hmm. they're, they are doers, and um, everyone is on Instagram these days. So, I'd love to know a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey and also, you know, how do you come up with content ideas for your Instagram? Because it's really beautiful. Thank you. Um, I, I, I love this question because everyone's business journey everyone's instagram their social how they present themselves to social media is going to be completely different so i come from the space from where i sell spices and we're still in a panini right now so people <laughs> i mean even before then you you're not able to smell my spices you have no idea what they taste like so visual is important for my business so whether that we're on right now, like whether that's a video or a visual of me actually before I even mix all the spices just for me, because spices are a work of art. So I just like to place my yeah. spices in my big bowl in a specific way. And if I feel like moved to share that, like that is so awesome. Like when you see the fresh herbs, the dried flowers, it, it really is aspirational. So my content is based in beautiful visuals, aspirational content. When people be like, you know what? I don't know what that smells like. I don't know what that tastes like, but I trust her. So it's about building a, a line of trust to actually even show you how we got here to this tea. Like you've seen my garden. I've shared what's growing in my garden. I may have even shared how I'm dehydrating things in my stories. So a lot of what, and just doing this and, and talking with you about my Instagram is even inspiring me to get back into that because I'm circling back again because it's, it's time to start uh, my spring 
flowers and herbs to take people on that journey with me on what it looks like when it's just a tray of seeds and soil to become things like this is really like go outside let the sun touch on your melanin because we melanin needs vitamin d in ways that it's healing like we need that we a lot of black people are deficient in that because my doctor was like y'all have to start taking it we have to start taking it yes and it's so important to how we look in our genetic makeup like it's really important so this is a way that i i get that intake is go outside and i have a greenhouse in my backyard where my 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 boys in particular we gotta go next to mommy's greenhouse. Look what what's look what's growing inside mommy's greenhouse. There are carrots. There's mustard greens. To see their excitement, I'm like, you know what? Adults need that excitement too. Like to have these, like these African marigolds, like just the beauty of how these plants look against my skin, how they look in my hand. To see a brown hand, you're like with with this plant work that I've planted, that I've started, has been absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Seeing this, if when I I often do that, like if I I imagine I am not me and I'm looking at this Instagram, what I want to garden, what I want to purchase her spices, what I want to go on this journey, and it may be a little biased, but the answer is yes, because seeing that. Yes, like, I mean, dang. no, no bias. <laughs> and nobody watching this video on Patreon right now, as I'm going through all of these clips, can deny that this is beautiful thank you like this is beautiful you're the way you capture the images is happiness yes it's really happiness like there's just no other way to describe describe it pure joy exactly absolutely i will be purchasing your spices 100 percent. you you have a new customer i'm so excited because we we use these things this is so beautiful and that's it every picture i love that joy and happiness because when i first started blogging and just went through life as a first time mom still blogging I felt my mother used to say this a lot you can't fake the funk and I I did a lot of that I did a lot of faking the funk and this is the first time where I actually felt like this is me inside and out and people deserve to see a black woman joyful and happy like other black women deserve to see that and all black women deserve to feel that through and through Mm -hmm. like that unadulterated, that unaltered, like, this is me. Like, when I'm speaking on my Instagram and I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, even while I was pregnant, I was so happy to be in that space to share because I know I am, I am unlike anybody else. And that's what keeps me going as a creative, that there's only one Shakira. Yeah. No one's going to do it how I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, you know, as um, the one Shakela and you are a mom and you have a lot going on and you're selling your spices, you are an entrepreneur, I would love for you to share one. what is one of your biggest challenges as an entrepreneur thus far? One of the biggest challenges, and I shared earlier, is learning how to scale my business. I know, mm. and I think I didn't learn this the first two years but what i'm learning now is that i want to be more present as a wife and mother that i know i'm great at certain things like i'm great at this i'm great at captions i'm great at snapping the right image the right video at the right time i know how to market shakayla that's just by me showing up i know how to do those things but there are other aspects of my business like I know I need a bookkeeper and I know I need someone to help me figure out, is it time to increase shipping or is it time to increase the price point of my spices? Like I need someone who has a third party object, like they are not me, but they're able to look in the books or they're able to look at what I'm doing to help me figure out how can I pivot? I know that's exactly where I am in order for me to grow because this is something that I am super passionate about. And I love the social media aspect because I've done it for so long. Like I know how to do this. I know how to um, snap the pictures. Like I'm, I'm doing it in the moment. I know how to do that, but there are other things I know I need help with. That's my biggest challenge is scaling. And I've read a lot yeah. like in Forbes and other black women, like um, I believe the founder of the lip bar, her name is Melissa. I could be getting that wrong, but the, the founder of the lip bar talked a lot about scaling her business and what that looks like and to see so many businesses in their infancy take off in ways that they probably didn't even imagine. I know that that's possible for me if I have the right team 
learning how I'm in that that uh, that age of discernment. I can make good judgments, but I need a team to help me build on that discernment because I just, you know, I just love what I do. I I have had my hands in many different pots. I've worn many different hats, but gardening and making my spices truly makes me happy. And I know that God's like, yeah, it's time for you to grow, but you need a team. You can't do it by yourself. Like that whole idea of like- So what's your what's your plan? Do you, have you started thinking about it or looking for people? Do you know who you need? So it's on my vision board. What kind of folks you need? So it's on my vision board uh, to, but I know with a vision board is action, right? So- Right, right. I know that one of those things is to to attract and gain a business mentor. That's where I'm lacking. Like I have a lot of friends. Like I have a business mentor. I don't know where to start to get one. And I'm mm. open to that in so many ways. Someone who is not on my level. Someone who is above and beyond and understands where I'm going. It doesn't have to even be in the same right. industry. And I don't know what to do, you know, when it comes to that aspect of it, to to gaining a business mentor to help inspire me, to help like okay. this is what you need to be doing. Like this is to help me pinpoint to figure out what's the next step for the power play in the spice shop. Right. OK, well, first, let's put it out there in the in the in the world, in the universe. Yes. If you're listening and you are able to resonate with Shakela and what it is she needs or if you know someone, definitely make sure you connect and reach out. Yes, and um, I have de- I know people who know people. So I'll ask my friends Thank as well you know. if they know someone who can serve as that for you. It's what it's all about, connecting and, investing. and letting people know what you need yes. so they can see how they can help. Yes, I would love that. Like, I know, like, and that's the big thing, right? About being a black woman, a black creative, a black entrepreneur. Investment. Like, I, I've I've spent probably at this point 13 years investing in my audience, delving, like, what I know, providing them with knowledge to, to inspire them to do X, Y, and Z. So now it's my time and my turn to do the very same in myself. And I'm a one, I'm a 100% believer in that. You have to invest in yourself in order for you to understand and see your potential. And I know that's what I need is a guiding light to help me understand what my potential is, how I can pivot, how I can win and how I can make it make sense in my world. And it has Mm -hmm. to have work-life balance as a mother and wife. That's so important to me. I did that hustle grind thing and I'm over it. I don't want, I don't want that to be an every single day. I don't want that to, to, to define my life. So I love that. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love how um, reflective you are about yourself and about your life and everything you've experienced. And with that, what is something surprising that you've learned about yourself? Ooh, that's a good, I've never been asked that. I That is awesome. Let's see. You know what? Honestly, so... I've always been, and I know we've we've heard this, but I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'm that strong friend. I'm that strong mm. friend. And I've had friends close to me that had no idea what was going on with me. Like in moments where, oh my goodness, where I really could have used a friend. I'm really, I was really good at being that strong friend, oh, I'm good, I'm balancing all of this, and you should do X, Y, and Z, but hurting on the inside, truly hurting and not knowing how to express myself. So one thing that has surprised me in this arena of my life is that I am able to be vulnerable. I am able to be soft in the sense of I I've seen my mom do that be prideful like I'm I'm good you not you need help so I shocked myself that I like right here talking about wanting to scale my business asking for help in the right place like that surprises me because I no longer want to be that strong friend I want to be that friend, you know what, like when, when I, when I need help or when I need guidance to be able to ask for that, I think that's so powerful because my mother also, I'm saying my mother, I lost my mom when I was 13 and from the age of eight to 13, there are things that start to unfold the lessons and the, the quotes. My mother was really big on quotes, like that strong black woman quotes, but she used to always say, 
Closed mouths don't get fed. And before, when she used to say that to me, I used to be like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? I know if I don't open my mouth, you're not going to feed me, but that's not what it was. If you don't open your mouth, open your throat chakra and say, I need help, you're not going to get it because everybody's going to think you're good. So I, I love the fact that I can do that and show up for myself in that way. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. How many people needed that message today? Ask for help. Don't be afraid. Oh. It's it's a good way to take care of you. Oh, that was so good, Shakela. Thank you. So good. So let me ask you this. You're doing your thing. I know you're trying to scale your business and you want to grow. Um, do you have a, a strategy that you think is the thing that's helping you become successful or something you can offer to my listeners? Yes. So I, okay. So I am, I told you I was an English major. So writing, reading is one of my strong suits since I was a little, since the moment I, we all realized she could read. That has been my thing, like writing poetry, writing. So I have this new thing, literally wrote this down yesterday. I have a bad habit of stressing myself to mental exhaustion. I'm thinking about mm. five days ahead, maybe two days, a week in advance, a month in advance to the point where my mind is just like, uh-uh, can't do that. So I wrote down in my journal, I said, instead of stressing myself to mental exhaustion, I want to write and release. I want to... I know manifestation and abundance and intention, they are buzzwords right now. But those have been things in my life that I've been doing for a long time, even before I really had a word for it. I write with the intention of, you know what, this is what's nagging me, or this is what I want to learn today. This is how I want to show up today. And that's my strategy to fake it till you make it. it I, I guess if you want to use that, Mine is, you know what? I'm writing and releasing. This is what I want. Literally, I knew that it's time for me to scale my business. I don't care how many articles I've read. It just does not click on how I can obtain these things. So on my vision board, so this year I did my vision board with, with my visuals, but it was my first time doing something called a mind map. Where do I want to go? So one thing on my vision board is a term called Unoya. It's a Greek word, and it loosely translates to a beautiful thinking, beautiful mind. And that's where I am. That's my strategy, is if I intake positive information, if I read positive things, things that encourage and inspire me, visual things on Instagram. So I have to be very careful when I go into spaces like Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. What am I intaking? Like it has to be things that reach those buckets because it's going to inspire me to be like, you know what? I am. I know I am going to attract my business mentor, my business coach. I am going to start my garden courses on my own accord. I am going to do those things. So writing and releasing, I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of like murky content about manifestation um even my sister asked me a lot like she'll ask me like I feel like it's quarterly and I, I, I just told you what to do but you have to be consistency it, it has to be consistent show yourself consistency if you show up for yourself like I said okay I have to do morning pages if I don't do my morning journal okay sometime toward the end of the day I have to write something which is why now I have a digital journal it's called Penzu P E N Z U it's a free app you can have on your phone I have it on my desktop so if I physically cannot write and I'm on my computer in some capacity then I don't have an excuse I have to write something like anything and being open. I feel like a lot of the times when I would come to the journal, um, I would want to be only positive things. No, I write down things that I don't want to be thinking and I don't want to say out loud. I have to write it down because it's real. It doesn't even have to be about business, but if you can't be real with you, how do you expect others to be? So that's where I come from with that strategy. I have to be 100% real, even when it hurts. I have to hurt my own feelings, but I'm coming from a place of honesty, of love, and grace, giving myself the time. But you can't allow yourself grace if you're not, what do you want? I, I think that's the big question. I love the, the movie, The Notebook. My husband put me on that movie and I never watched it in that scene when he's like, what do you want? 
what do you want? And I'm like, and I do that to myself. I'm like, Shakayla, what do you want? Spit it out. Because if you don't know, if you can't write it, how can you express what you need when you need it? So that's a big piece of it. Wow. Does, is that where, <clears throat> is that where that meme yeah. comes from? Yes. The real, what do you want? What do you, it's not that, it's not simple. that simple. Is that yes, where it comes from? Because in that, oh. in that portion of the movie, like they're, they're, they're teenage love, they're teenage loves. Right. So at this point he goes off to yeah. the war. She I watched it like, so long yes. ago. I don't remember. She goes off and marries this other man and she comes back to him when they find, when he, she finds out he built this house. He built this house for her. Like she wanted blue shutters. She wanted an art room overlooking the water. He did all this for her. So her mother basically tries to scare her out of wanting to be with the man. His name is Noah. So they go out and travel and see, and they talk. And she comes back to his house and she's just like, you know what? I can't do this no more. I'm a married woman. And he's like, what do you want? You're always thinking about what others want and need. What do you want? And I feel like as a woman, that's everything. Like a mother, a wife, making sure everybody else is good, even when we're not good. So that part of the movie always gets me because I'm just like, it has so many more meanings than in this moment for me. Got it. Thank you for sharing that. Um, we gotta go. We all gotta go back and watch the Notebook. <laughs> um, if we watched it when it came out, which was a long, long time, time ago, ago, we gotta go back and watch it. I think that that's something that we should do. Like go back and watch things that we watched when we were younger because they were gonna have such a new, um, you know, re- resonate with us differently yes. now. Um, and books too. We should go back and read books that we read back when we were younger. I was in a clubhouse room over the weekend and um, my friend who opened up the room, um, she was talking about the Year of Yes book by mm, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. And I read that book forever ago when it first came right. out and I was just listening to the things that she was talking about. And I was like, yeah, I remember it saying that, but it was so long ago that it's resonating differently. Do you have a favorite book? Yes. Are you a booker? I am a, listen, yeah. I am a book fiend. My mother- Okay. Was a book. Do you read? read I or read, do you do read. Audible like me? I cannot. I cannot. I've tried it. I don't retain. Really? I do not retain. Okay. That, I'm like that person. It's like what a bibliophile. That's me. I have to physically touch the book. I have to turn the pages. If there's if it's a book that I'm learning something from, I have to highlight. I have to underline. I have to write it down. So that physical aspect. But the number one book. As soon as you were talking about returning the books that you read before is for me is I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. I read that as a little girl before I even really understood the big themes in that book when I was like in high school and never returned back to it until recently. I just recently finished it in December, read it again. And when I tell you blew my mind, I'm like, what? To be able for her at that time, I think she wrote this book it was published like in the 1950s or 60s. So she was still fairly young when this book had came out. And for her to conceptualize her life experiences as a little girl, and I'm like, childhood trauma for real? Like, yeah, blew my mind. So that's a book I had to return to. And I mean, literally, as you look, the spine is like weathered. And I had recently just re purchased the book and I actually gifted some friends that book uh for Christmas because I was like you have I know you haven't read this since high school or college so I highly recommend you return back to it even if a lot of the things that Maya talks about in that book I have not personally experienced but I do know women who have I have experienced some of the some of the trauma that she has in that book and I'm like wow that's a book that just really blew my mind and I think is helping with this pivot on my life, like to have a fruitful life. That's what that that is the book. Yes, I'm writing down in my um, planner right yes. now to return to that book Please. as well. I'm I'm going to be listening to it on Audible. Listen okay? to uh, so, <laughs> wait a minute. I think I don't know if it's Audible or, but there is one. She's actually reading the book. Maya Angelou is reading the book. I hope it it probably is okay. Audible because they do have authors reading their own book from time to yes. time. Um, I guess the author can choose to do it. Yes. Uh, but if you want to read with me, I know what the cage bird sings. Let's read it on Audible. Yes. I am an Audible affiliate. So at some point in this episode, Drop that link. you all are going to yes. hear. 
Yeah, you all are going to hear my Audible ad if you didn't already, depending on where I put it. Um, so go and get yourself Audible. That way you can listen to this book for free mm -hmm. if you choose to. Um, if you have an Audible subscription already, then let's download yes. it together and let's read it this week. Let's listen to it Beautiful this week. Idea. And if you are a bibliophile like Shakela, um, go to your library, pick it up if you want to rent it or visit Amazon, they'll ship it to you in two days and then you can have the book and add it to your library. Mm -hmm. So I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> um, I also remember reading in um, high school, The Bluest Eye and um, yeah. I, that right? was another one after, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, I returned to The Bluest Eye and blew my whole mind again, just blew. And I also read Beloved. And I had no idea. Watch the yeah, movie. I think but I read that too. I'm going to read that one again. So I know it's going to blow my mind again. And their eyes are watching God. Yeah. Fabulous book. Yeah. Farming of the Bones. Yeah. And they made, they made that yeah. into a show. They did. Right? A movie? Well, I think Hel hmm. is Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Here's the cast, y'all. We have Halle Berry, Michael Ely. I remember yes. now. It's coming back to me. Woo. Good movie. So, yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. So let's all agree to go back to some books this year, 2022. Let's go back to books we read before, yes. because if we were reading them in high school, depending on what your age is, that's a decade or two decades in my case. <laughs> um, and these things are going to hit different, you yes. know, hit different, hit different. It's going to hit different yeah. in 2022 <laughs> than it did in uh, what, 92, Ooh, right? Baby. Like. <laughs> Okay, talk about giving somebody grace. Let's talk about my teenage right. years. What the confusion? The com and I and I think as I know I'm going to see my kids go through that confusion. I still have some time. My oldest is eight, just turned eight. So I mean, but I'm right there. But man, to be confused and wanting to figure out life, wanting to to dive in and be an adult so quick. Oh my gosh, the regrets I have of wanting to be adult so quick. If y'all would have told me this up front, I'd have been like, let me be a kid a little bit longer. Let me not stress. But but we wouldn't have listened. We wouldn't have listened. We wouldn't have listened. No. Because they were telling us, Shakela. They were telling they were. us. They were giving us, they were letting us know that this wasn't hard. Stay, stay, stay little. Young. Like, stop trying to be grown. Yes. We were not listening. And then I turned around. I wasn't and adulting adult. is ghetto. There's a oh. there's a reel that um is on Instagram. <laughs> Being an adult is super ghetto, super ghetto, super ghetto. Being an adult super is ghetto. super ghetto, and I don't want to do it anymore. Talk about. I was like, this is the ghetto. This is what y'all had. Oh, it said hella ghetto. Even it is hella ghetto. I be telling the little girls, I be like, baby, on social media, uh -uh. stay in your lane. You don't want to. You don't yeah. want to come up on here real quick. I'm trying to tell you, but you ain't going to listen until you're there yeah. and it's too late. And then it's too late. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely too late. So, well, speaking of your, you know, your past, let's talk about the future future. Yes. Like, how do you, how do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as the woman that ugh, was not afraid to try something. She was not afraid to show up as herself because Truth be told, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing was so like inspiring. But when I think about it, I'm like, dang, I was afraid to like show up, but I have no qualms about this is me. This is how I talk. This is how I look. This is what I'm interested in. I am a nerd and I love that about me. That That's what makes me fly. I'm not afraid to be fly. I'm not afraid to, this is me like inside and out. I want to be remembered as, you know what? She she was herself, someone who was authentic, someone who was genuine, who truly loved life. I have a friend on Twitter that said, Shakela, you present a lot of joy de vivere. It's like a French word. And I was like, what does what does that mean? And she was like, you have this exuberance for life. So that's how I want to be remembered. I had an exuberance for life. I did what I wanted to do. I said what I wanted to say. And I experienced what I wanted to experience, that I had a fruitful life. So when I think about people like Betty White, Maya Angelou, Cicely Tyson, like I want to have a fruitful life. Life is going to have its challenges, but I did not let that stop me at all. 
I've been practicing like that. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I just want to give you an update because I believe in accountability. I just um, purchased my I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings on Audible. Yes. So I am don't going to read it. It is narrated by Maya. Yes, so that's going to be really beautiful oh, to hear. And um, yeah, I loved her. I love her. Loved her voice. Um, and it's a 10 hour listen. So this is something that you can spend some time with if you want to just like do a couple chapters every day to help, you know, yes. fill your, fill your spirit and energy. Good job. So Shakela, this conversation has been awesome. I want to, um, kind of bring us to the conclusion of it, but I want to make sure that I ask you, what is your biggest win? Mm. You know, I never thought I would be able to say this, but my biggest win is choosing me. Choosing mm. me, which allows me to choose my family always because I chose everything, everyone but me and never took me into consideration. So that has been my biggest win. I mean, the past three years and it, it uh, choosing me, like I get to actually lead into my 30s, 40s, 50s and beyond doing that. And understanding that, and I, I reflect on so many conversations of of older women in their prime telling me, choose you. Like, if, if y'all don't know who Lisa Nichols is, she is a life coach. Okay. Before I hit my 30s, I probably was, this is right before the three years, so probably I was like around 25-ish, 26, maybe. And I had a friend send me this YouTube clip of Lisa Nichols. It was an interview. And loosely what she said is you have to choose you. You can't play and be rescued 911 for everybody else. And you're the one that's suffering. Like she used the example, like if you're, if God forbid you were in an airplane crash or something happened and the airplane malfunctioned, they always tell you, put your face mask, your airbag on first before you assist mm -hmm. others. So you have to be okay and comfortable with rescuing you, understanding what plagues you, understanding what, what is your pain point? What is something that is truly, your life is fixated on this one or a couple pain points in your life. What are you going to do to motivate yourself out of that situation? And that's exactly what I've been able to do. And it's not easy. So folks thinking it's easy or people portraying that it's easy, it's hard. Probably the hardest thing you're ever going to have to do, because when you have to sit with yourself, just like the pandemic, a lot of people had to do that. They had to sit with themselves yeah. and realize, I don't like myself. I don't like this situation. Mm. So and then, I mean, we were at home. You had no choice but to figure out how to get out of that rut and show up for you. But when you do that and you healing is, is something that you do in like 10 days or 10 months or 10 years and it's over. It's something that you continually have to show up. But baby, I love me. When I wake up in the morning, I can't wait to be me. Like I say that in my journals, I am so divinely blessed that I get to be Shakela. Ain't no more faking the funk. Cause it's me. Like, what? And I, I present that because I want my children to understand. Like my mother told me when I was a little girl, eight years old, Shakela, there are going to be people who don't like you. There are going to be people who don't understand you because you're different, but you're going to thrive in that difference that you have with other people. And I finally understood what that woman was talking to me about. That is a blessing to be you. And I want my children to see that. My confidence in myself, loving myself, how I, how I adore myself. I want them when they get older. My mother took, I look good. I'm smart. I'm loving. I'm abundant. And my heart is pure. I'm full of love. Like if, if, if they don't remember anything else that I've said to them, like put your deodorant on, brush your teeth. I hope they do. But if they remember that, that right there of choosing them. And that it's okay to do that and to experience life. They're going to be just fine. They're going to understand who their mom, they're going to understand who their mom was at that, at that moment when they realized that. That's so beautiful. 
I, I've, I, that's the best response I've ever gotten to that question. I love it. I love it. And I love you. I love you too. You listen, when I, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be 100% transparent. I was like psyching myself out because I've never spoken to you. Like hearing your voice, of course I've heard your voice before on YouTube, but never in a conversation between you and I. So I was like, Oh my God, I don't know. But I've, (laughs) I just am, I feel so comforted talking with you, just seeing what you've done, like how you continue to show up for yourself and being okay. Like, especially when I started my natural hair journey, like you were to be 100, were the first natural hair blogger that was just like, <clears throat> show up as you sis, what they going to do? And being, I mean, talk about the confusion and delusion in college, my college years, that did something for me. That maybe it wasn't activated at that time, but I've been able to activate it as a grown fly woman. Like this makes me feel so good because you are just so amazing. Like for real. I don't get to say that often about people and I'm very, I'm using discernment, but seriously, you are fabulous just to see how you show up for your family, seeing how your kids have grown. Like I remember when you were pregnant with Joelle, like I remember those moments and I just adore you, seriously, like so proud of you. And I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to to be on your podcast, like for real. Yes, thank you so much. It's just amazing to hear how far we go back and that you've been around watching all of it. I really appreciate that. I really do. So before we go, I want to take a moment to share. um, I'm looking at your link tree. I want everybody to know uh, the things that you have to offer. So walk us through. You have your spice shop. Yes. And right now we own a little holiday. Soon. Mm-hmm. We're on a holiday. I okay. when I tell you I went in for the holiday, I went in. I showed up. I probably at this <laughs> point have packaged hundreds of bottles just 2021. So I'm taking a break where I can find like, I mean, this is my time, my prime to start starting Mm -hmm. my herbs and things. So I'm very excited for that. So once I get my herbs, like, I mean, we're thinking apothecary, black girl magic, the bundles of herbs (laughs) hanging upside down in my kitchen for my spices. Mm -hmm. So that's my spice shop, my pride and joy. So the garden apothecary also on the spice shop. That's where I'm actually starting to sell my herbs in bulk. I have never done that before. So very receptive folks loved it while i was doing it and i'll be doing it again what is this okay. one probably it says mama's sunshine notebooks yes okay so this is going to go to my amazon i actually started working on notebooks um so okay. i'm a really big i actually have one here now that we're talking about it um i designed my first notebook it's called goddess affirmations it's a blank notebook um but i have these okay. are all of my designs i'm really when I tell you I'm really into this write and release thing, I finally launched and designed my own journals. This was something I've wanted to do for a long time, you know, probably at this point, two years. So the fact that I was able to do this and just to have a visual reminder, like this is for us. This mm-hmm. is for us. Like this encourages me to write down my thoughts, my to-do list, like how I want to show up for myself, things that I don't want to forget. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was crazy. I had this girl on Twitter I, so there, I'm really big into recipes. Like I remember my mom and my grandma used to have like recipes from like magazines, like cut and torn and had like in a little recipe box. So I have my own recipe box and I was basically saying on Twitter, like get back into physically writing things down that for, in my instance, it was a recipe online. I don't want to print that out. I just want to write it down. So I have it in my recipe book. So the girl responded, mm-hmm. like, I don't have a lot of instances with shade, but it was a lot of shade she threw at me. She was like, oh, you mean like a cookbook? And I was like, Ooh. listen, I-, I am rainbows and sunshine, but don't come for me. Okay. Don't come for me. So I kindly blocked her and said, I am not the one, but people understood what I was saying. You yeah. to have a how amazing is that like when it comes to a journal a past planner you have an archive to your life like what were you planning what were you nervous about like what was something that you were so excited about two years ago that you want to be that you want to have reinvigorated right now to have your own personal archive and record is so important which is why i now have i'll show you these leather bound notebooks i actually got these from walmart 
So now I invest in these leather bound notebooks. I have one, which is my journal and one with recipes and herbal remedies based with the herbs and things in my garden that these are going to be left behind, God willing, for my children to read these because now as an adult i crave to see my mother's handwriting my mother had the best handwriting like the best signature which is why like i'm really big on my handwriting to have something of hers i could just be like this is what my mom was thinking like this is how she was feeling i'm feeling these ways too like it's a way to humanize i want to humanize myself to my kids when it's time for them to read these things so i told my husband i was like this is that, you know, you know what to do with these notebooks when it's time to give them to our children. They have them and baby writing, just writing is awesome. It's awesome. It can help heal a wow. lot if you're open That's to something it. about what you just said with that is just touching me so deeply. So are you going to write to them? Like, is it going to be your, your day, like a journal, or are you going to write to them? So I love that you said that because that's my next notebook. So these notebooks, like recipes, remedies, like cookies or you have a sore throat and just my thoughts but I would love to teach what I would love to do starting this year like every day just write something to them because that does that to I have friends that talk about that like that does something to me like your mom your grandma your grandfather wrote you this and you have it and you can reflect on it because where I feel like as a woman where I mean we we gonna I mean when you growing up you growing up you you gonna hit your head I hit my head a lot because I I did not have an axis I didn't know I didn't know you didn't know what you don't know that's that's where I was mm-hmm. if I feel like at least if they could have this they gonna still bump their heads but they know that you know what my mom probably experienced this or she has so they know that they can always come to me because you can say that to your kids but they're like no they're going to be angry they're not going to like life is is going to be messy things are going to be messy and you may feel like you can't speak or talk to your mom or your dad about it but you can so if 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 i can do that for my kids and just have these left behind so when they're in college or when they purchase their first home like they're like dang I come from a strong stock of women because I know I did. And I have, I'll pray to God that I have those memories for a good portion of my life that I always understand what I come from. But I want my kids to know you come from a strong stock of women who wanted to experience so much. And I let my, like you talked about being stuck in your own head. There were things that I wanted to do in college that I never did because I was stuck in my own head. I was too focused on the how, the when, the just do it. Fill out the application, go to the interview, go to the event and think about the rest when it comes. Because everything, every for real, Janelle, everything I've wanted to ever do in this time, everything has fallen into place. It just has. Being on a platform where I could share what I wanted to share fell into place. You build it, they will come. The resources will come. The help will come. For real. Like, that's real. And if we learn that early, if we, we use that, we take that little bit of advice now, man, the things that we could do, the things that we could do. Yeah. Wow. I love talking to you. I love talking to you too. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, this is great. You have an awesome energy. Thank you. Awesome. (laughs) You have a beautiful spirit. Thank you so much. I need it. I so needed that. This morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? Jumping into the unknown is good for you. Like it's, it's good. It's good for you. Do it. I tell people, start before you're ready, honey. Start before you're ready. Because guess what? You become a pro in no time if you want it. If you want it bad enough. Right. You become a pro in no time. (laughs) And you become better better at it because of the mistakes you make. Yes. The mistakes are the mistakes are lessons. Come on now. Come on now. (laughs) Yes, Miss Janelle. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Kayla, this has been great. I've really loved having you on. And um, 
I want to make sure that my audience um, is able to continue to support you. Um, Shakela is on Patreon. And if you do decide that you want to become a patron of hers, you'll be able to get more of her, all of what you're seeing here, what of what's going on on this podcast. If you're connected to her in the way that I'm connected to her right now, <laughs> we should all support her on Patreon. She offers three levels. For those of you watching on my Patreon, you can see her levels here. Um, and you can see what are her perks. So that way, when you support her, you won't only be supporting an amazing Black woman, but you'll also be getting some great additional benefits when you do so. And I think that this is awesome. Thank and then you. follow her. Follow her on Instagram um, when her spice shop is stocked back up after she recoups from the holidays. Let's go buy up all the spices. Let's <laughs> let's make it so that she got to shut down again. Sell me out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come, let's make sure she got to shut down again. Yes, yes, yes I'm, I'm loving it. So, Shakela, I want to thank you so much for being here. Uh, for those of you listening on Patreon, I hope you enjoyed the visuals. And I'm, I know that you got to see all of the different things that she has on her Instagram. And I hope that you enjoyed this conversation as well. Follow Shakela, support her. Let's pour into her. Let's make sure that her business is flourishing and thriving. And if you know anyone who can support her, with the things that she's asked for right now with getting direction on what should be her next steps. Don't forget she needs that support. Make sure you reach out and let her know if you do it or if someone else does it. So thank you so thank much. You. This has been awesome. I am so, I, I just know it's going to be so much abundance that's going to be poured into this podcast because these are things we need to be hearing. And I am beyond proud, beyond proud. And you yeah. have a supporter in me. So proud. Thank you so much. Now I know you guys are going to have a lot to say about this discussion, and I just cannot wait to hear what you say. I'm looking forward to reading your tweets and Instagram posts and IG stories. Be sure to tag me. I'm at Janelle B. Stewart everywhere. If you love this podcast, here's three simple ways you can support it. Leave me a review. It's free, and your reviews help to improve my podcast ranking on Apple Podcasts. Next, share this podcast with others. Also free and easy to do with the click of a button on your mobile phone. And lastly, become a patron and support this podcast so that it can continue to grow and help others live more abundantly. With that, I hope you all have a great week. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.